You may have noticed there was just nothing there as far as sound goes for the first eight or ten seconds. Because there's usually a musical theme there, but not this time. Because we're debuting a brand new theme here in just a minute. I'm going to play the whole thing for you. It's only like 23 seconds or so. Uh, But it's been um, four years ago, this month, this week, that I started this particular slash podcast slash vlog, video blog. Uh, I still feel weird saying vlog, but that's what they call it. It's what the kids call it these days. (laughs) And I can say that because I haven't been a kid for a long time, except I guess up here I'm kind of a kid. Anyway, um, the winner of this particular round and the one that's going to be on our theme for probably the year, and who knows, maybe we'll do it again in a year, is uh, came down to three particular musical intro things that I did on my uh, computer with a keyboard and uh, magic, uh, you know, electronic drums and things like that. It was a lot of fun, and I played around with them a lot, and I'm learning the Logic Pro music production software, and this is what we came up with for the one that won. This was not, by the way, a landslide winner, but it got more votes on uh, Twitter and Facebook and LinkedIn than did the other two. The other two, which uh, didn't make it, were ones called uh, Punkadelic, which I really liked. I may expand that into some sort of a different sort of thing at some point. And the one called Harlem at Night, which I also really liked. But there were more votes, more votes for this little thing called Subway. So we'll make Subway the current theme and the brand new theme for Trade Show Guy Monday Morning Coffee. So there it is. Our theme, we'll use that in the intro and outro of, you know, it's just a little drop-in thing. It's not that big of a deal. It's a lot of fun, though. It's kind of kind of cool to do things like that. This week on the uh, show, we have a great interview. It's a fun interview um, with Sandy Hammer, who is a Brit living in Tel Aviv, Israel, and she co-founded a company called AllSeated.com, a previous guest of ours here on Trade Show Guy Monday Morning Coffee, steered me to her and uh, we had a nice chat, and she showed me some of the stuff, and we're going to get a brief look at it, not the you know good 20- or 30-minute look that I got when we first sat down on Zoom. But she showed me some of this thing. They make this platform for organizers, not for exhibitors, but it's for trade shows. It's for uh, virtual events. It's, it's really something that I haven't seen done quite as well. So it'll be fun to kind of dig into this and see what kind of things come out of it. Sandy Hammer uh, with AllSeated.com, this week's guest. I want to welcome uh, Sandy Hammer, co-founder of All Seated, a 3D digital event platform. Thank you for joining me this morning, post-holiday. Uh, thanks, Sandy. Nice to see you again. So nice to see you as well, and thank you so much for having me. Really appreciate it. Indeed, it's, we uh, uh, spent, we spent some time like a few weeks back. I got a little sense of what your your uh, platform is and the company, um, which kind of was the preview to us sitting down and talking about it. So let's start. What is all seated and where did you come up with this? Oh, it's such a long story, but we'll, well. <laughs> we'll try and we'll try and, we'll try and start it off and uh, pack it in. So, you know, I, I always say people have heard, a lot of people that know me have heard me say this quite a few times. I was one of those people that was one of the most frustrated people because I was a corporate planner for a high tech company. And um, I ran events all over the world. I had a really interesting career, 
But like everybody knows, running events is, you know, it's everybody thinks it's all glamorous, but we work really hard behind the scenes. A lot of work. We, um, you know, we're perfectionists. Everything's got to run 100%. It's, it's difficult. It's a lot of hard work. Um, but when the results come out, it's, there's nothing more satisfying than running, running a good event. Um, but my frustrations grew just from the real frustrations of just never having an accurate floor plan. I couldn't stand it. Everywhere I went, we were always going to some exotic place and it was never a Hilton or a Marriott. It was always some, you know, remote castle in the middle of nowhere or, you know, we went to Cambodia before even the United Nations got there, you know, like in the middle of nowhere. That, that's really another interview to hear about all my crazy stories right, right. But another time. <laughs> um, but the truth is, it was the year that Uber had digitalized the uh, taxi industry. And I said to myself, like, I'm around tech. How complicated? I know this isn't complicated. I need a floor plan. I need some clever guys to build me some algorithms that my furniture fits. You know, I just wanted a scaled floor plan. I wanted all the furniture to fit. And I wanted a guest list so that when my salespeople came to me, you know, one hour before I'd seated a thousand guests for a sales conference and everybody attacked me. This one can't sit with this one and this one. And I was like, I sent it to you weeks ago. You know, we knew who was coming. I never got it. I never this, I never that. If I had a collaboration system and everybody got it through a collaboration system, I know that they got it. You know, I know that they got it. So I really wanted just some of those basic features. And that's what we built in early 20, uh, 2012. Mm -hmm. And um, I got very lucky because my co-founder, uh, Daniel, was a gamer. And because he came from the gaming industry, he really understood how to um, kind of digitalize, how to build this product without changing the way that we worked. We actually know what we're doing as planners. It wasn't that I was looking to change anything. Mm -hmm. I just wanted it to be made more efficient, to be made more professional, that we were not carrying all these crazy tools around with us. And that's really what we did. We ended up uh, with a floor planning system. Um, we went from a 2D diagram to two years later to a 3D diagram. And then we're going to discuss how it evolved and evolved. So that's the beginning. Well, the I beginning know that one of, of the things you emphasized when we, we talked initially was that uh, floor planning is where it really all started. Uh, and once you got the floor plan, and I know that we're going to turn the screen over to you here in a second, so we can kind of walk through just for a couple of minutes. Um, but floor planning is kind of where it started so that uh, you, you know where everything is. And the, some of the examples you showed me, we're like, you know, I feel like I really am in this room digitally. It's not a lot of weird mock-up. It's, it's, it's real. It's, it's got it's the real. texture in, in it and everything and, and the, everything is where it should be. So. Absolutely. It's totally real. And the, tr and the truth of the matter is that, um, you know, when we went from the 2d diagramming to when Daniel said to me, you know, with the click of a button, I can make this all jump up into 3d and it was in black and white at that time. But even that effect of, walking an event was pretty incredible you know hmm. we, we'd always been on a 2d diagram and suddenly the event jumped up and we had this <laughs> would, 3d yeah. image and we could see for the first time whether a waiter could get through the tables you know very often you know the clients would say to us are you sure there's enough room and we'd always go yeah yeah there's definitely enough room there's definitely enough room but you know you try getting a thousand people into the walls off on a on an evening you really cannot get a thousand people the tables you can't move there's literally nobody can get through one table to the other. You know, there, there really is a problem in running an event when you're putting too many tables in. It's just really uncomfortable and it can ruin an entire event. And suddenly we could give that confidence to the clients. Look, 
you can walk through, you can see. You know how many brides went crazy when we showed them the aisle down to their to their uh, canopy? To the altar? Yes. To the altar, they they were like bouncing, you know. Yeah, no doubt. And then well, and then a couple of yeah, and then a couple of years later, it's exactly what I'm going to show you. We went from taking it from a black and white into you know Daniel just saying, hey, you know, we could go in with a camera, and we can take this. And from a camera image, we can superimpose it into the product. And now the venues can come alive. Right. And they did. And so let's was- see if we can figure out how to share a screen. I don't think I've ever done this. Uh, um, and so. I can I really do it. I don't you can do it. Let's, I think I gave you permission to. So yeah, you gave me permission, which is the best. So you can see my whole screen now, right? Ah, there we go. Yes. Yes. Let me just make it. Let me just fill the screen so we can see the whole screen. So one of the most amazing thing is, is that when we, when we t- went from the 3D black and white into what we call the real view, like the vision product, so every venue suddenly became alive. So when the pandemic started in 20, um, in, 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 at the beginning of this year, in 2020, um, you know, we, we had a lot of the, we had a lot of the infrastructure to say to ourselves, you know, let's take it to the next level and let's build this virtual platform which today we've called expo we're actually fairly new we've launched it um about uh, six weeks ago and you know once we did this then uh the doors really started to explode because people right. could you know come somewhere right what what are we used to today right we're used to this which is nice you know but it's not really an experience we're just talking it's just a an extension of the telephone that's gone into video Right? Yeah, exactly. It's like Dick Tracy. <laughs> Anybody remember Dick Tracy? <laughs> exactly. It goes exactly. back always. All right. And, so, and that's pretty what it's what's happened. Right. So you've got these little um, things here. You just just tell us what you're doing as you're walking through. Yeah. It, so, I thought the, the whole iconic thing with uh, the little robot character that becomes each person uh, was fascinating. Yeah. So exactly. You know, obviously it's not that exciting because I'm the only one going in. Right. But I'll show I'll show a couple of videos afterwards to explain that really the networking is what the excitement is. Right. Um, you know, so this is just a, a testing of everybody making sure that they're connected. We have this very nice, easy onboarding, which we're not going to go Use into right now. Perfect. I've heard it about a thousand times. Start. So it's great. <laughs> you may now. And we're going to go into the product. So. Everybody gets their own little um, avatar. Um, and once you come into the event, you then have the ability to walk around. So I'm just kind of skipped into another room mm-hmm. um, because I want to show you some, I'm going to show you a few spaces, but these are um, all venues that we can, you know, that are empty canvases and we can come in here and we can network and we can, Go on the main stage here, which we have actually uh, today. Oh, let, well, let's go over here because these are sponsors. Uh, Ford was a big sponsor here. Um, and if you walk over to Ford, it's all interactive. So the minute right. got video, you know, which people love, you can have presentations. Um, and then when you go here into um, the keynote session, which is over here, maneuver around, I'm not a very good gamer. But once you go <laughs> into here, you join, um, you know, you have the ability to actually join the stage. So once you join the stage, you get a whole management system here. And then, for example, uh, this is how you activate cameras. 
and you end up speaking to people um, inside, uh, everybody inside the audience. So now you can see me on multiple cameras and we can do pre-recording, we can stream. I'm obviously streaming now from Zoom <laughs> into <Right>. Expo, <laughs> um, but you can stream from your phone, you could go to a broadcasting studio, you can do Vimeo, you could do a lot of things, you can do pre-recording, you can have presentations up here. So there's a lot of things, it's, it's a very cool system. We have a QA system where we can push people from the audience to come up and ask live questions. Um, it's really a lot of fun. You can broadcast with video, you can broadcast a lot, you know, um, without video. It becomes a, a very, very interactive uh, program. So now that I, I leave this, um, my demo site allows me to transport myself We've done some fun, obviously we had the holiday season just now. Yes. So we did this great party in Atlanta um, where everybody did the design, the, the company, uh, the Atlanta production company actually did the entire design themselves. Uh, we just gave them the empty canvas and they went in here. You can have roaring fireplaces. You can see the fireplace coming mm -hmm. alive. You can have uh, Christmas, um, uh, what do you call them? Snowflakes coming down up here. And um, they, had, uh, they, had a fun, they had fun things. So they had a virtual party that people could attend from their home office and all get together. Yeah, uh, they had a yeah. few hundred people that came in here. They had a Santa, this was great. They had a Santa Claus that was streaming <laughs> in live and you waited in line to go oh, wow. and greet him. And he came on through the video. Got to and, sit in Santa's uh, virtual lap. How about that? Yeah, 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 yeah. It was great. We had a, a photo booth, which was great. You could um, you could actually go into the photo booth here and have pictures taken, which was well, a lot of fun. You know, I, I, one of the things I came away impressed with was, you're right, this looks very real. And I think that's probably the biggest challenge that a lot of other uh, virtual event creators run up against and this is for the organizer not for the exhibitor i mean your your client is the organizer and not individual exhibitors is that fair to say yeah exactly our so, clients today are the production companies are the planners um you know obviously the product's about eight weeks old so we're in the still in the process of building a lot so we become the support to the production companies to the planners right. In uh, january we're going to open up training sessions where we can train a lot of the people to become more and more comfortable using the product um, and we're excited we're, we're putting in transporter rooms so um, oh, I don't think <laughs> this one has one but I, I, let me take you to one that has we have a cool one if I take you to um, I think it's in the Helms Briscoe party we did an event a Christmas party so they they designed it it's the same room but they designed it a little bit differently right. they had um, you know they wanted more of a Christmas theme but they had uh, it all built out by different regions and videos. And they had an amazing program that they did. It was an hour and a half program. And then at the end, if I'm not mistaken, oh, how come I'm going to the wrong place? I must be focusing a little bit on the wrong place. But there is a way to transport. <laughs> we can transport you to different rooms. I just, oh, I, right. I think it's I not in the system. That. But, so uh, so the, uh, the show organizer that you're working with, they would be the interface between you and exhibitors because obviously if you're on a trade show floor, you're, there's going to have to be virtual exhibits in here somewhere. So how does that work? Do you, do you, have you explored that? Have you gotten far down that road, I guess? 
Um, yeah, we've actually run a couple of exhibitions. We don't, we really don't get involved. The only thing that we get involved with is um, actually producing the actual, um, what do you call it? The, um, the, the exhibits, okay? So right. we will, we will uh, they give us the assets. We, we kind of have like a Dropbox or a box and they build us all the assets for the booths. So we will actually build the booths, but truthfully, in another few weeks, the producers or the designers will get involved. And then actually, this is, gotcha. a, this is being built as a self-contained platform. We're just selling the software. We're going to be there to support you to keep building more and more, pro you know, more and more features and functionalities. But at the end of the day, we want to be the people that um, are being the supporters. And you know, we've got today designers going in and creating different types of designs and things like that. Right. Well, it's obviously a very uh, fluid uh, exhibit world. Every country's got a little different approach right now. The COVID thing. I know U.S. is still a long ways from getting back to any sense of normal. I mean, now they're thinking maybe early to mid 2022 before everything is really back to normal fingers crossed on that even uh so how does this uh, fit in what do you think when you think about how digital platforms fit in with uh live platforms is there a way for those to work together and what, what are your thoughts about that yeah absolutely i mean you know we do believe in-person events will come back we're uh, you know at the end of the day we love going to events we love seeing people we need to hug them we need to be around them we need to eat our lunches together and have our coffees together but i think that the the world of the new norm will be that every event will have a hybrid part right. of it and the hybrid is what will be the extension you know so instead of having you know instead of having your 5000 people that come to your event or your 10000 people that come to your event You'll have your five, 10,000 eventually one day. Nobody knows when that will be. But the most important thing is, is that you can have an extension of a hybrid that can allow another 10,000, 20,000, which means right. it's another ticket price, but it's more ROI. You've got more branding opportunity and you've got your content that can go a lot further. And I think that this is something very important that a lot of people have to be aware of that we can't go back. You know, too many of us have, enjoyed i wouldn't i mean enjoying is is using the wrong word because it's been a really hard year <laughs> yes but we have enjoyed sitting in our living room room in our nice warm environment with a cup of tea not running anywhere not you know get getting the jet lag and the cost that builds up you know a, a lot of us even though we might have lost money on the business side we have saved thousands and thousands of dollars from our travel side right our budget on travel this year was zero. So we Pretty saved much, a yeah. lot of money. We're but I do know some people that are chomping at the bit to get back in an airplane seat because they like traveling. That, that's not everybody. And, and honestly, I am are. as well. I really yeah. am. I'm, I, I will be one of the first place people to get, as soon as I've had my vaccine, I'm on that plane. But <laughs> you know what? I won't go every month. I will go every three months. Right. And I will go to two conferences a year that I know where all my friends will be. And the other five, you know, I will now do virtually because it's too much. It's just too much. And it's not necessary. You know, right. I think a lot of us are going to be smarter in where we go. It doesn't mean that I'm not going to educate myself. It doesn't mean that I'm not going to be there. I'm just going to be there in a different way. And if you've got a platform like Expo that allows you to do the networking and allows you to be part of it, because we're going to build parallel worlds, we're mirroring the world that you're in. So if you've got an event in uh, the, you know, the, the Hilton in San Diego, and you, you know, 5,000 people fly to San Diego and then you go into it in the virtual world, you're walking into the Hilton in San Diego in the virtual world and you're having the same experience. So you're not, 
you know, apart from physically not being there, you're having the same experience. Um, you know, the mobile app will be the way that you'll communicate. You'll communicate between the in the in-person event. We'll have an a map, a, an app, and she'll you know have the participant list, and she'll call you, and you'll have a video chat on your phone or on your iPad. And in a year, it's going to be AR. We're going to have augmented yeah. reality. So no you're going to be you're going to be walking in the in the in-person event. You're going to put on your glasses, and your friends literally going to be standing next to you. So the two worlds are going to become very, very parallel. I can see um, that happening. Um, I'm curious. Uh, you you mentioned ROI, and obviously, with data, with digital, you can track so much data. So talk a little bit about some of the analytics that you guys are working on, and how how that plays into all this, because that's obviously going to be a very valuable uh, uh, piece of the puzzle for both uh, organizers and for exhibitors. Yeah, I mean the the analytics are probably going to be the most um, I would say accurate and forward thinking that you're going to have seen in a long time. I mean, I'm an exhibitor, right? We, we're a software company. We go to a lot of events. The only thing that I fight with the exhibitors, with, with the, you know, with, with, the, um, with the people, with my sponsorship is, is where are my analytics? Why can't you tell me how much traffic goes through my boots? Why can't I, you know, and yeah, they give you these, you know, lead, lead readers and you're reading all the leads, but you're capturing it from everywhere and you have no way of knowing how long anybody stayed. We're going to be able to capture every movement or every person that goes through. We can tell you if somebody stood five minutes watching your video, but didn't actually click on you to have an appointment. Okay. I mean, that's a pretty hot lead. If somebody spends five minutes in front of all your material and your video, you know, we're going to be able to give you that. We are going to be able to push traffic. We can say at three o'clock, there is not a lot of traffic going down here. Let's broadcast and make an announcement that there's a there's a launch or we're opening up bottles of champagnes or we're giving a gift away or something. So and you can, can do things on the fly traffic. like that uh, just because you need to move some people in some direction. Interesting. Exactly. We can watch every single movement of what's happening. The, the exhibitors that are paying a lot of money will start paying more money. They'll start saying, okay, at three o'clock, I want this amount of traffic and I can actually even... You know, to some extent, I can even push the companies that they want, you know, right. as long as I get the permission from the organizers. You know, it depends on the permissions that we as a software company are going to be allowed to go behind the scenes to see the data and match and push the right opportunities. But truthfully, we can do anything within those worlds. Sandy, this is really fascinating. I, I could really talk with you about this for a long time. But I'm really curious to see how this develops over the next, as you say, six months to a year, because you guys are just really getting started. But uh, amazing what you've done in the the few short weeks that you've kind of had this out there for public view. So let's connect again here in six months or, or a year and just see a reassess. And how, I'm curious to hear your updates. So uh, yeah, tell people how they can find you. Yeah, so we're, um, I'm at Sandy, S-A-N-D-Y, at allseated.com. Come and find me. Uh, all, our web so- all our websites, all our social media leads into Expo, which is the new product. Um, and we're interested in ideas. We're interested in partnerships. We're interested in collaborations. Uh, don't be shy to contact us. There's a lot <laughs> and you said that's Expo, E-X-V-O. Is that correct? That's E-X-V-O, the platform. Expo. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. Cool. Sandy, <laughs> my pleasure. It's been great. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much. I really appreciate your time. Really, really do. Thank you. I appreciate yours as well. Thank you so much. Thanks again to Sandy Hammer of allseated.com for being 
a guest and showing us around a little bit of what they do at All Seated. A lot of fun there. Uh, about to close it out, but I have one good thing, and I'll, we'll continue that part of the show. It's, it's kind of a fun part. This is a, a record collection of the Voyager 1 and 2 music and sounds that went out. Uh, I didn't even know this existed until my wife got it for me for uh, Christmas. It's got some really cool stuff in it. It's got uh, a thing you put on your turntable. It's got a button. It's got a nice booklet. And I, I got to show you this because this is probably the coolest part. Uh, you get a digital download of all this, but you've got the, the records and they're gold. <laughs> it's all the Voyager stuff, the Voyager golden record. Read about it. You'll find it. If you haven't heard of this or if you've forgotten about it and you forgot the details, there's like three albums worth of music that's out floating around in space. That's probably it's out of the solar system now. It's going to take 17,000 years from what I hear to hit the nearest star. And then Chuck Berry will be singing uh, Johnny Be Good <laughs> to the aliens, I guess. Have yourself a great week. Find us at tradeshowguy.net. Mm-hmm.